the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. San Francisco, open for business despite COVID-19. We're not shutting anything down. We're not closing businesses. This is not 2020. Thousands are still without power in the wake of the mid-Atlantic snowstorm. The hardest hit areas were in northern Virginia, uh, the Charlottesville, Albemarle region, uh, and uh, Richmond. Looking for memories amid the ashes after the Colorado wildfires. I had my life planned for the next, you know, till I retire, which could be any day, but it won't be now. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast. Your first look at today's top stories for Wednesday, January 5th. I'm Mike Scott. Colorado firefighters boxed in the winter wildfire that destroyed nearly 1,000 homes and other structures to keep it from spreading as high winds raked the area Tuesday, dousing smoldering hot spots to ensure residents didn't have to flee again. Homeowner Karen England Horan says all of her possessions were destroyed in the fire, but she's hoping to find some special pieces of jewelry. I would love to find my mother's diamond, you know, wedding rings and my grandmother's wedding rings and, you know, just some jewelry, but I really don't think it would ever be possible. So I really don't hope to to have anything. About 200 firefighters on patrol tamped down embers in blackened homes and surrounding tinder-dry grassland as winds reaching 60 miles an hour descended from the Rocky Mountains into suburban areas affected by the wildfire between Denver and Boulder. More than 400,000 customers were in the dark Tuesday morning from Georgia to Maryland, with nearly 300,000 outages reported in Virginia alone. U.S. Senator Tim Kaine of Virginia was among the drivers who found themselves stranded by a snowstorm on Monday along a stretch of I-95 just south of Washington, D.C. The worst thing to happen is we run out of gas, and a lot of people were. A lot of people were running out of gas. If you're, you know, five miles from each exit, you run out of gas, it's 12 degrees at night. So what I would do is I would... um, turn on the engine and the heater full blast for 10 minutes. That would heat up the car, and then I would turn it off and see how long I could not turn it off. And I could usually go for about an hour or so. They were among the hundreds of people who got stranded on the East Coast main north-south highway in freezing temperatures after a winter storm snarled traffic and left some drivers stuck in place for as much as a day. Some passengers were enduring one of the worst trips ever Tuesday as winter weather continued to wreak havoc, not only with road travel, but also with Amtrak trains. 
The winter traveling nightmare that stalled drivers for over 24 hours on Interstate 95 in Virginia Monday and Tuesday also wreaked havoc with train travel. Amtrak's Crescent, which left New Orleans Sunday on its way to New York, got stuck north of Lynchburg, Virginia Monday morning and returned to Lynchburg before heading north again late Tuesday afternoon. Officials said downed trees had blocked the tracks. But in a phone interview early Tuesday, passenger Sean Thornton said toilets on the train were overflowing and passengers were furious. Amtrak also reported its New York-bound Silver Star train, which left Miami, was stopped at Richmond Tuesday morning, and service was canceled on the Piedmont train in North Carolina and the northbound auto train, which operates from Sanford, Florida to Lorton, Virginia. I'm Mike Rossi. Have you quit your job yet? Correspondent Rita Foley reports on millions of Americans' answer to that question. A record-shattering 4.5 million Americans did quit their jobs in November, a sign of confidence and more evidence that the job market is bouncing back strongly from the coronavirus recession. Employers had 10.6 million job openings in November, a historically high number. They hired almost 7 million workers. The unemployment rate has fallen to 4.2 percent. That's close to what economists consider full employment. Quite a change from March and April of 2020, when employers slashed more than 22 million jobs and the unemployment rate rocketed to almost 15 percent. I'm Rita Foley. We're in a very different place than we were a year ago. That word from White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki who says President Biden is urging concern, but not alarm, despite new records for daily COVID-19 infections. 200 million people are vaccinated. Those are people who are protected, seriously protected, from illness and death from the virus. Uh, We have also just purchased the largest over-the-counter purchase of tests in history, 500 million tests. That builds on the fact that we have uh, already distributed uh, 50 million tests back in December. Saki says the country is better situated to deal with the coronavirus pandemic than it was last year. San Francisco is learning to live with COVID. We're not shutting anything down. We're not closing businesses. This is not 2020. San Francisco Mayor London Breed says the city is open for business, despite being in the midst of another coronavirus surge. Classes in the nation's third largest school district are canceled today after teachers union members voted to return to remote learning. There's just a lot of anxiety out there and they have a lot of energy that's been worked up. And my fear is that, you know, now it has to take its course. Chicago Public Schools CEO Pedro Martinez says he's disappointed by the vote to cancel in-person learning. He says the schools were safe. There is no evidence in our schools throughout the whole semester, the whole entire semester, with all the complaints that that existed about what we didn't have, the misinformation, that we saw any significant level of any transmission. It just, we just didn't see it. Students returned to class Monday after a two-week winter break with COVID-19 infections and hospitalizations fueled by the Omicron variant at record levels. The House GOP leader criticizes Twitter over their decision to ban Representative Taylor Greene without naming her. Correspondent Bernie Bennett has this story. 
House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy accused Twitter of trying to silence Americans after the platform banned Georgia Republican Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene for violating its COVID misinformation policy. McCarthy didn't directly name Greene in a statement blasting the social media company, but he specifically called out a decision against, quote, a sitting member of Congress. He said in his statement, it's clear that any speech that does not fit big tech's orthodoxy gets muzzled. America is poor for that conduct. Only Green's personal account has been banned from Twitter, with the first-term lawmaker's congressional account still active. Bernie Bennett, Washington. Senator Joe Manchin sounds a skeptical note Tuesday about the prospects of ending the Senate filibuster. Manchin cautions that any advantage Democrats would gain now by changing the rules would eventually be used by the Republicans if they take majority control. Once uh, you change... uh a rule or you have a carve out and I've always said this anytime there's a, a, a carve out uh, you eat the whole turkey <laughs> there's nothing left because it comes back and forth Manchin says he's still in talks with fellow Democrats about their plans to end the filibuster a federal judge is stopping the Navy from acting against 35 sailors who sought religious exemptions for COVID-19 vaccinations After the Pentagon announced a vaccination mandate for all members of the military, thousands of members of the armed forces requested religious waivers, but none have been granted so far. In November, 35 sailors sued the government, seeking a preliminary injunction against the Navy. A federal judge in Texas has ruled that they have a right on religious and First Amendment grounds to refuse the vaccination order. Greg Clugston, Washington. Late-night host Seth Meyers has tested positive for COVID-19. Entertainment correspondent Margie Zaraleta reports. NBC has canceled this week's episodes of Late Night with Seth Meyers after he tested positive for COVID-19. Meyers tweets he feels fine and credits the vaccine and a booster shot for that. He asks viewers to tune in next Monday to see what cool location he will try to pass off as a studio. COVID is creating all sorts of problems on late night TV lately. Saturday Night Live did a show without a live audience last month because of the growing number of cases. Fellow TV host Jimmy Fallon said right before Christmas he tested positive despite being fully vaccinated. I'm Margie Zaraleta. A new way to play chess is on display at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. Correspondent Ed Donahue reports. Chess Up can help you beat a chess master. Depending on what settings you have, it will like the squares and, and the strength of each move. Adam Rausch with Chess Up says artificial intelligence helps people like CEO Jeff Y, who was playing Tatev Abrahamian, a grandmaster. Tatev has no assistance and Jeff has a lot. When he touches a piece, he can see green squares, blue squares, and red. Green is great, blue is meh, okay. And red, those are blunders. Those are bad moves. Chess Up lets you dial up or down the level of assistant. The TV show The Queen's Gambit has increased interest in chess. Chess Up is currently available for pre-order. I'm Ed Donahue. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star 
General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.